Hello, beautiful people. It's me, Joey B., with University Greens. Today on the Plant Passion Podcast, we're going to be talking about some garden tips, specifically having to do with companion planting. For those of you who might not know what companion planting is, essentially it's defined as a method of growing plant species in a combination that benefits both species. It can be done in a raised bed or in pots around the garden as well. And I think the best place to begin is to try to explain why companion planting works. And I'll also give examples uh, more toward the end. So essentially, companion planting has been around for a very long time. The reason why it works is essentially with the right combination of companion plants. One plant may repel pests. Others might attract beneficial insects, and others still will benefit or aid in the growth of another plant, or some could help to improve a partner's flavor. So the best way to kind of understand and see what these actually mean would be to take a look at one of the core and one of the earliest examples of companion planting. And that is titled and the three sisters. And this is an ancient technique of growing beans, corn, and squash all in the same bed and nearby each other. And supposedly it was taught to early American settlers by the Native Americans. The reason why the three sisters companion plant method works so well is the combination of corn, beans, and squash. The corn's role in this companion planting would be to give a natural trellis for the bean pole's growth. As the corn grows, and if you've ever grown corn before, you know that corn will grow extremely quickly, and naturally the bean will wrap up and kind of use the corn stalk as a trellis. Bean's role in the Three Sisters companion planting is that it provides nitrogen to the soil for the corn and the squash. And the squash provides ground cover and shade. This acts as a natural living mulch that suppresses weeds and helps hold in moisture into the soil. Another great reason why companion planting is so awesome is that it can decrease the need for pesticides, can also increase harvests by attracting more pollinators, and it can also help to improve the soil. So, one type of plant species that might not get a lot of attention but will be very beneficial to have around in the garden, especially for companion planting, would be umbelliferous plants. Even though it sounds like a bit of a scary word, essentially, these are plants who have umbels, which simply means a flat or rounded flower head, which contains a lot of tiny groups of very, very small flowers all close together. I am sure that many of us have seen dill, uh, fennel, or cilantro being grown before, and these are all examples of umbelliferous plants. The benefits of these umbelliferous plants would be that 
they attract predatory insects who get rid of harmful pests. These predatory insects include, but are not limited to, ladybugs, parasitoidal wasps, which are wasps whose larvae live as parasites, which eventually kill their hosts. Other predatory insects include hoverflies and lacewings. And the reason why these predatory insects are so good is because they target populations of aphids, which I'm sure many of us are familiar with, as well as small cabbage white moth caterpillars and some other insects as well. When we talked about the beans earlier from the Three Sisters companion planting, it was the beans role in the group to help supply nitrogen for other plants such as the corn and the squash. Nitrogen fixation is a very key part of a plant's growth and essentially plants need three main things to survive and thrive. Those would be sunlight, water, as well as nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus. Nitrogen is used by the plants to help grow upwards. A lot of the green and um, the new growth that comes up is fueled by nitrogen. Beans, like all plants in the legume family, have been used in gardens for their amazing ability to convert atmospheric nitrogen, which is N2 gas that's found in the air all around us, into a usable form for other plants in the soil. So these legume-type plants, including beans, able to essentially take the nitrogen gas that's floating around in the air and convert it into the soil, put it into their roots, and make it available for other plants to use as well. Some examples of nitrogen-needy plants would be broccoli, squash, and leafy greens. So, we've talked about a lot about how the companion planting works. We've talked a lot about a few examples of different companion planting combos, such as the three-sister method, as well as the use of umbilifarious plants and how they affect the insects and predatory uh, pests as well. So now we can actually go through and think about some examples. One of the most common examples of companion planting would be to use tomatoes and basil together. Not only do these two go together well in the kitchen, uh, but they are also very beneficial to have planted close together or in the same bed. This is because basil helps the tomato plant produce more tomatoes by repelling different flies, mosquitoes, and tomato hornworms. Another example of companion planting would be peppers and basil. Similarly to the tomatoes and what makes them, why basil is so good with tomatoes is the same for peppers. Um, the basil repels the unwanted pests like aphids and spider mites. And it is also believed that basil could possibly improve the flavor of the peppers. Another example would be carrots, onions, and tomatoes. This one is another group of three that will all around help each other do well. The onions in this group will repel the carrot fly, 
And onions are also great for use in an herb garden with things like parsnips because they are also attacked by carrot flies. So the onions will help to repel those as well. Another companion for carrots are tomatoes. The tomato plant will provide some heat protection from the summer sun and produce solanine, which is a natural insecticide for the pests that attack carrots. At the same time, the carrots will help aerate the soil and allow more water to be absorbed by the tomatoes. So when you are planting your vegetable seeds, be sure to sow carrot seeds next to your tomatoes and onion plants. The fourth example of companion planting possibilities would be marigolds in combination with most vegetables. It doesn't necessarily have to be marigolds. However, they marigolds specifically are used due to the fact that they repel so many pests. These marigolds would be extremely beneficial to have amongst your cauliflower, broccoli, and cabbage plants. I myself tried growing broccoli for the first time this past summer in 2020, and it went well. I mean, I got a few harvests, but I definitely noticed how many pests were going after those sweet buttery leaves of all the broccoli. So I will definitely have to make sure that I use some marigolds um, in that bed or surrounding those plants in the future. The marigolds are effective at repelling the small white cabbage moths as well, and marigolds are also good at deterring nematodes in the soil. Next, the next example we have is dill with cabbages. Plant dill near your brassicas, cabbage family, and broccoli is also included in the brassica family. The dill will attract the beneficial wasps that attack the cabbage looper, and dill is also said to improve the flavor and growth of cabbage family plants. Another very good example could be chives with different fruits. Chives are good companions for th- fruits such as apples, berries, and grapes, carrots, peas, and tomatoes, as well as even roses. This is because chives are said to repel aphids and Japanese beetles, and chives also have the ability to improve the flavor as well as the growth of the companion plants nearby. Now, it may seem like certain plants could be used together. You might want to try some different things out, which I definitely encourage you to do. Um, However, there are some to be careful of. As I mentioned before, with uh, different needs of different plants, as far as the sunlight, water, and the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium needs, you have to be careful to avoid putting very nitrogen-dependent plants next to each other. These would be plants such as um, maybe like corn and tomatoes. You probably would not want to plant those next to each other as a lot of the nitrogen in the soil would be depleted very quickly. Also, some other examples of what not to companion plant together would be green beans with onions, also cucumbers with different herbs. This is because it is believed that herbs such as sage can stunt the growth of the cucumbers. Another example, as I said before, would be tomatoes and corn due to the fact that they both 
are susceptible to blight as well as their great need for nitrogen. Things not to plant together in the garden would also be potatoes and cucumbers, kohlrabi and tomatoes, radishes and chervil, turnips and mustard, sunflowers and basically everything else as the sunflowers send out a chemical from their roots which will inhibit the growth of other plants. It is recommended not to plant any plant closer than 12 inches from the sunflowers. Another example of companion plants that you would not want to put together would be celery and parsnips as well as celery and potatoes. And finally, you would not want to plant kohlrabi and fennel near to each other. Well, everyone, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this brief and hopefully also as thorough as needed description of companion planting in general, as well as the different examples I gave and some of the little bit of information that I talked about as well. If you have any ideas of different combinations of different companion plants, be sure to let me know. Also, if you give any of these a try or you are hoping to give some of them a try and would like to find out more information, be sure to first share this podcast to any and all of your plant people friends. Second, check out the University Green social media pages and websites that will be linked down below. And finally, keep growing in your own way and personal fashion. All you'll need to succeed is lots of plant passion.